I'm so sorry. Uh, this is a stream about Redfall and why I think Redfall is going to be a bad game. I accidentally clicked live. I was meaning to end the members only stream where I bring people over from members only stream. So if you're interested in Redfall, make sure and watch this opening of the show. I'm going to give you all the goods right here at the beginning, and then I'm going to discuss it with the live audience. So if you are watching the past broadcast, I have a whole show outline that I'm going to give you right here at the beginning. And I'm going to end the previous stream here in just a moment. We had members, and I'm going to end that, and I'm going to bring them all over. Uh, We were hanging out and talking about some stuff. Hilarious. And uh, wow, I'm a professional streamer. So essentially what I'm arguing is that Redfall is going to be a bad co-op game. And you're like, what? Why? Why are you doing a hit piece on Redfall? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Basically, I think the way they're approaching this game is fundamentally backwards from a co-op perspective. Now, I want to walk through what we know about the game, why I think some of the elements of the game could be quite good, but then I also want to look at why I think it's fundamentally going to be a bad co-op game. So, if you're unfamiliar, I I had somebody yesterday telling me that this game was primarily a single-player game game and I can't think that that is true or take that seriously when the actual description of the game is an open world co-op FPS on their official gameplay trailer that I'm showing you right here so they're describing it as a co-op game in the official trailer description so you don't get to get out underneath my criticisms or my frustrations by being like yeah well it's mainly a single player game no that just simply isn't true co-op is set up though in a way where only the host gets story progress and I'm going to talk about why that is a terrible decision further in this show open but I want to establish some of the other things they've said about the game number one it's less like Left 4 Dead and more like Far Cry many people obviously looked at this game and saw vampires instead of zombies but they saw four people running around in missions killing things and working all together and I think many people looked at it and thought oh it's going to be a lot like Left 4 Dead but with vampires instead of zombies well they have said that it's more like Far Cry and funny enough Far Cry did a very similar thing with co-op. It was a co-op companion, and the game was mainly focused on you, the main character, and someone could kind of come along and play with you. However, you didn't have four characters, and that's where Redfall really differentiates itself. Similarly to, like, a Borderlands, you pick between the four characters, and then you play through the entire game with that character. Now, Far Cry was not really focused on co-op gameplay, so I don't think the co-op companion thing was a really big deal. Like, I don't think that was, like, fundamentally a departure from what you expected, but as you can see here, you have all these different characters you can play as in Redfall, and they are central to the marketing. They're going to show you what they all can do. They're in all of the pictures, all of the gameplay you them playing together and there is a rumored internal six day i'm sorry six week delay an internal delay of six weeks and that could be in relation to co-op they have got pushback on this as you see these characters playing you might think man that'd be so fun 
to play with a buddy or something like that but since you don't get your story progress saved if you're not the host that could be really frustrating for some people now game informer Com sat down with, I'm sorry, IGN sat down and then Game Informer quoted this with Harvey Smith, the game designer. And he said, for the flow of things, you're going to want to redo those, referring to the missions. He said, the story would be very confusing if you got to mission eight and it said, skip this one because you've already done it. I, I hate to sound dismissive, but that's a really dumb thing to say. Like, who's going to play a game and be confused? Like, huh? because you already played the mission with your friend like what you're not going to remember that you did that are we all goldfish that can't remember what happened in the previous day I don't think this game is being marketed to a bunch of senile old people that can't remember what they had for lunch yesterday so that's not a statement that I think is even worth making like I would never play through a game like this and play a mission with my buddy and then a couple of days later be like oh I can skip this mission because I've already done it and then experience confusion that's that's not something that's going to happen to me right like we're mostly like 28 and up is the age of of gamers so i'm not quite sure who you think these people are now you cannot change your character after you start so keep that in mind as well once you pick one of these four characters that's it this is who you're playing as the entire time you can't like make a switch halfway and decide to like oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna change up i'm gonna change my build no you are playing as that character the entire time now they have said if you're playing with a group and two people want to be the same character they will allow that but they are unclear on whether or not it's going to ship with tethered co-op meaning you need to like stay in the same place they didn't really they didn't really say that now on the subject of co-op when they answered ign they said our current answer so they said this our current answer is whoever hosts the session initiates the session their progress is persistent for them but for the other people it's not and here's where it gets weird everything else comes with you so your character level your loot all of that comes with you so imagine booting up and playing with your friend for three or four hours i had this experience in dying light one uh (laughs) because dying light one worked the same way i played for three or four hours and then i went back to my game and I had done nothing. I had all my loot. I had all my level. I was really strong. But I had done nothing in the game because I had been playing with my friend. That is what the experience will be in Redfall. If you boot up and your buddy comes and plays with you, then all of your progress isn't there. It's not saving. Now, someone's saying it's like that in Borderlands. It's not like that in Borderlands. You can play with someone in Borderlands and get credit or the missions whenever you're playing the little boxes get checked right I, I, I maybe I'm wrong on that but my memory of Borderlands was that if I played with you and you went and grabbed missions and then the check boxes hit my screen I got credit for them I didn't have to go do them again maybe I'm misremembering we'll see maybe somebody can correct me on that I played Borderlands 1, 2, 3 the pre-sequel we didn't get very far in Tiny Tina's we've been meaning to replay that one because we had a couple false starts with it but my understanding in those games was that that progress was saved now why is this good why could this game be good so i don't i don't want to i don't want to demolish this game and say it's going to be a terrible game look it's good to have fun games like this to play with your buds you know jump in it's a gameplay focused game you're just going around doing the shooties and having some fun right 
I, I would much rather play a game inspired inspired by Far Cry than Left 4 Dead. So I'm hearing good things in the midst of hearing bad things about the game. But I, I do think that these types of games can be fun. Like, I actually think this could be a very fun game. They feel, they've said this recently in an interview, they actually feel pressure of being on Game Pass. They're going to be exposed to a lot of gamers and they feel a lot of pressure the, the headline was they're they're fearful or they're afraid or something about being on game pass so obviously everybody was clicking it to be like oh why are they saying that well they're basically saying like a ton of people are going to get a look at this game redfall and are they going to like it or not so i think that puts pressure on the devs to deliver a really great title maybe that's why it's been delayed six weeks maybe they're trying to put some kind of a mission synchronization option in there to give you the option of you're about to do mission eight do you want to do it or skip it because you've already done it? Like, maybe they're going to try to do something like that. I don't know. I'm That's pure speculation, right? And Barrier's like, why would they say that? Our current answer is, it sounds like they're planning on tweaking the system. That's exactly why I made mention of that. When they spoke to IGN, they said, our current answer is this. Meaning, yeah, we may update this in the future, you know, if they have time. I think the art style and the abilities, I think it looks fun. I think it looks like a fun game. This looks like a game where you load in like this with your buds and you can have a really good time with it. So I do think the gunplay looks satisfying as well as the abilities. Now, why is all of this bad? Why am I doing a negative hit piece? I know a ton of people are going to run to my comments and say it's because I'm anti-Xbox. Actually, no, I'm super pro-shooter. I'm super pro-looter shooter. And since the very first trailers of this game, I was very excited about it. And then as soon as they said what they said about co-op, I was like, what the huh? why okay a co-op game that's how they're describing it not me a co-op game that fails at the basics of co-op isn't really a co-op game right this is a single player game with a ride-along feature now funny enough that's exactly how far cry did it so it's kind of funny that they said you know they took inspiration from far cry and the game's going to be more like far cry yeah kind of sounds like it you you made a single player game where someone can do like a ride-along with you and they they get progress on their guns and their character but not on the story at a foundational level i think this disrupts and practically detonates the game's identity and appeal this game's identity and appeal is that you can play with your friends and at a fundamental level it makes that awkward and uncomfortable what hey don't play anymore until i can get on tomorrow you don't 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 go grind don't go do anything on your own I, I gotta stop for the night. You gotta stop for the night too, or you're gonna get too far ahead, right? Because you can jump into somebody's game and they can be really, really far and you're not there. You can jump into somebody's game and you're really, really far and they're not there, right? You can be very, very over leveled. They're gonna allow you to do that. And I just think it's fundamentally backwards. At a foundational level, I think this this makes people say, I have to play the content twice. Who wants to play content twice and then be over leveled for the content when you run it? You, you play for three or four hours with your friend, you get high-level gear, you level up your character, and then you go back to your game, and now it's time to replay all those story missions, and you're going to be stronger. That's not fun. That doesn't even make sense. That disrupts the whole the, the whole process of, of leveling and looting. It, it starts to feel sort of uh, frivolous and chintzy at that point. I think it's going to make the game feel dated and out of touch. It, it, it's likely going to shock folks the way that it shocked me when it happened in Dying Light. Right, like it, it, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I had I made no progress. Now, someone in the chat saying disagree, co-op's not the appeal of this game. That is false. That's just simply false. Th- that may not be the appeal for you, but that's how it's being marketed. 
their description in the trailer that you're watching right here that's showing you a constant foray of all four people playing together is Redfall is an open world co-op FPS from Arcane Austin. Why would you describe the game <laughs> as an open world co-op FPS if that's not part of the appeal of the game? That's That doesn't make any sense. You can't argue with their own marketing, right? They're literally advertising it as a co-op game. All the marketing shows four players. All the marketing shows people playing together, okay? I think to conclude my show open here, and then I'm going to start discussing it with the live audience. Make sure you guys are smashing like and doing all the things. Right? I think this puts Xbox into an awkward position. As this game is likely going to kick off Xbox's year, I'm worried that it's potentially going to fall flat. It's going to fail to deliver the thing that it's been promoting itself as, which is a, a nice, fun, pick-up-and-play shooter to play with buds, right? Xbox Game Pass is going to give this game really, really big exposure. Likely magnified exposure because there's been a first-party drought from Microsoft. There's been an Xbox Game Pass drought from Microsoft as far as big first-party games. So this thing is likely going to get magnified exposure because of that you're going to have this huge massive funnel of people playing together and they're going to learn that co-op is poorly designed and I'm worried the game will get fleeced you know that game was stupid I played it with my friend none of my progress saved people are going to think it's a glitch they're going to think it's a bug like when that happened with me in Dying Light 1 there wasn't a part of my brain that said maybe this is by design no I said something's wrong I reloaded the game at least once to make sure. I was like, we did all these missions, and I've done nothing. I'm hearing the dialogue over again. I thought something was broken. I thought something was bugged. I'm worried other people will think the same thing. There's a potential here. I will grant this potential. I'm not trying to be all negative, okay? People will say that the gameplay is so good, they can just eat around that, right? They'll make multiple saves. They'll have a save that they play with their bud, and then they have a save where they play by themselves. Since you can't hot swap between the characters, that may be a sort of backstop that protects the game from people getting just absolutely furious and walking away. Once they realize how it works, they'll say, well, I'll start another character, and I'll I'll play that character by myself, and then I'll save this character for when I play with my buddy. Now, for somebody like me... I bet my wife and I have a blast with this game because she doesn't she doesn't play games by herself and generally I don't either. If I'm playing games on the couch, it's with her, right? Co-op games are kind of our our thing. We're really excited about Diablo 4. And so this won't affect us. We'll be able to boot up every night, make progress, and it doesn't matter. It, it, we're, we're, we're always at the same part in the game. So if you can get there with this game, I actually think it looks like a ton of fun. I do. I think this game looks fun. I think they've done cool things. I think the art style's neat. I think the premise is neat. I I love playing games with loot and skill trees and guns. Like, it kind of checks a lot of boxes. So, I happen to think gameplay looks good. But I don't know if it's good enough to get around this identity-disruptive decision to have co-op be kind of backwards. So, I've got people providing me with information about Borderlands. I want to double-check myself here. Borderlands 2 was the one where it didn't progress together. I can't remember. So you couldn't progress together in Borderlands 2? Is that true? 
Game progress is shared between all co-op characters in a session so long as each character has progressed to the current story mission. If guest players are not on the same story mission as the host, story progress will be saved to the guest and host campaign. Story progress will not be saved for characters who have not yet reached the host campaign mission. Yeah, so if you're behind... Borderlands was only synced with respect to missions if and only if you and your party were on the same mission. Right, and that's totally fine, because like if you're playing together from the very beginning, and then you part ways and play separate for a little while, when you part ways, you don't lose all that progress, right? That's my issue with Redfall, is a lot of people are going to jump in day one and be like, hey, let's play together, and one or two or three of those people in that group are going to get no progress on their story and I don't know if they're going to know that we get eight more likes really quickly over a thousand likes over here on the uh, the talk the console war stuff is super cringe yeah I'm not into the console war stuff I'm not let me put the sub goal back up you guys got us to 62 earlier in the day I'm going to let you guys keep that if that hits 75 I got to give five Thank you guys so much for the strong start in our second stream of the day. Talking about Redfall gameplay details, and I just, I fundamentally think this thing's going to fail at being a good co-op game. I just looked it up, and as long as you're at the same point, you are good. If not, then no save for others. Yeah, that's in Borderlands. And that makes perfectly good sense in a co-op game. Like, you don't want somebody to be able to... To, to, to drop into your game at the end and you kill the boss and then they get credit for beating the game, right? Like, that, that, that's... I think Donald is talking about Borderlands. He's not talking about Redfall. There are specific Redfall interviews where they say you do not get story progress when you are not the host. Thank you, Greenside, for 15 months of membership. Two questions. Are you going to play Redfall and do you want to play Redfall? I am going to play it, and yes, I want to play it, and I got news for you. This game's perfectly fine for my wife and I. It won't affect us at all. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to criticize the design choice. My wife and I will be able to play this game every night and and have no issue. Yeah, he was referring to Borderlands. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was confident I knew what Donald was saying because... There's no information out there to, to, to say anything in, to the contrary of what I reported about, about Redfall's co-op gameplay. They said this, this is the system at the moment. They might change it in the future. Yeah, your only lingering hope is that when they spoke with IGN, they said our current answer is whoever hosts the session, initiates the session, their progress is persistent for them, but for other people, it is not. Now, they're saying that that's the current answer right what are two things you dislike most about redfall i i just like the fact that you can't your progress isn't saved if you're not the host i think that's a terrible idea did i say that right cap'n cap'n about what tj rage is it just story progression are you joining friends hampered proper leveling okay here's the problem with that ray imagine that you played with me for two hours and you leveled up from level 1 to level 5. Let's just say that's how it worked. You played with me, you got 2 hours into the game. That's a pretty good chunk of the game, and, you know, you hit level 5, right? You go back to your game, and you have done nothing in the story, no side quests, no nothing. You're going to start right at the beginning and start talking to whoever you got to talk to and seeing the same cutscenes and hearing the same dialogue. And guess what? You keep your loot, and you keep your level. So now you're stronger than everything. So now, 
you're going through the motions basically it's like well I have to do this because of their own game design choice and I'm over leveled for everything I'm a level 5 and everything's a level 1 which means eventually you catch up with yourself you get 2 hours into the game and now you're ready to pick up where you left off with me so let's say you pick up where you left off with me and you play for an hour or so and then you come and play with me later and I've continued to play well now I'm significantly farther in the game that's a common problem that all co-op games share by the way yo what's good uh, Valixto how are you that still wouldn't make it bad co-op though I disagree I think that that completely grates against the spirit of a co-op game if you're gonna do a game designed around co-op co-op should work really really well there should be scaling there should be drop in drop out there should be good progression synchronization what are you talking about this they built a co-op game this isn't tacked on like in a far cry we're like yeah if somebody wants to play with you they can did they show the game already yeah they've shown lots of the game how should it work generally co-op games check a handful of boxes drop in drop out is a box that lots of co-op games I think should be checking right now because you gotta make the session and then go play no yeah come and join me yeah I'm playing right now right I don't don't need to stop I don't need to go back to a lobby or anything right hop in hop in let's play right another thing you should do is proper scaling proper scaling because if not you could come into my game at the very beginning and be way over leveled and kill everything. They've said that. They're not there's no scaling. You can just come play with me. They're not going to prevent you from playing with somebody if you're under or over leveled. They're not preventing that, right? And then the other thing I think you need is proper progression synchronization. If I play with you for 2 or 3 hours, everything we do, I should get credit for that. I should my game should be synced up with that. You know? It should. This guy's contradicting himself. What's he saying? I would not care about that. Oh, you're going back and forth with somebody else in chat? No, they wouldn't. You have no evidence of that. And yes, you don't have to tell me my opinion is my opinion. Look at the meta score. What are you guys talking about specifically? You need to please address that player progression still carries over in co-op because you're making it sound like everything is broken. It's only campaign progress. Docs, you need to listen very carefully. I included that in my show open. You need to listen more carefully. My show open, my show notes, I specifically said, this refers to story and campaign progress, which means when you go back to your game, you have all your loot, you have all your level, and you're going to be over-leveled for your own content. That was literally one of my argumentation points. That's an extremely old comment. Yeah, but in the first 12 minutes of the show open, which was 10 minutes ago, I said that in the 12-minute show open. My show open was 12 minutes long, and in the show open, I said that. You might have missed it, but in my show open, I specifically made sure to mention that. It's one of my talking points. I haven't heard anything about scaling. I don't think there is any scaling. You can just jump in and play with people. Can I ask a question, says Donald Johnson? Because I was a little confused with the back and forth about Borderlands. So is the co-op on here like Borderlands where as long as you're at the same point, it is credit? No, it is not like that. Donald, if you and I are on mission three and I come and I play with you and you're the host and we beat mission three, I go back to my game, I still have to do mission three. I want to make it as, as crystal 
clear as I can. If we're both at mission three and we do mission three together, only the host gets credit. When I go back to my game, any loot or level that I got is mine, but I have to replay mission three. I'm guessing if you have an overleveled friend jump in, they're going to destroy everything too. Yes. Oh no, I said Deathloop is a bad game. He said most people would disagree. I said the user metascore would prove you wrong. And then he said he doesn't care about the metascore. That's contradictory. Oh, to say that most people would disagree and then when you find evidence contrary to that, he rejects the evidence? Yeah, that's common. Deathloop did not get did not fare well with players. It didn't. It, it fared well with the press. There's a big difference. So if you play with your mate for 8 hours and you're level 50, and now you have to go from the start and redo 8 hours against level 1s, even Borderlands had scaling and progression sync as long as you had the mission. That's exactly right, no hoodie. That's exactly right. If you grind out for 8 hours with your buddy on a Saturday, and you get to level 25, 30, or 50, or whatever the heck, and you go back to your game, you are starting all the way over in the story, and then then you're super high level. They're super high level. You will be. Your character and your loot. Imagine doing the same boss fight twice. Imagine playing through the first two, three, four, five, or six hours of Borderlands. Just imagine replaying that with better gear and a skill tree built out. You'd be like, I don't want to do this. This seems superfluous. It seems pointless. And listen to the reasoning. Elden Ring, similar system, but you leave the game and you beat a boss. Yeah, the difference though there is with Elden Ring, Clayton, over on the talk. Thanks for watching over here. The difference is Elden Ring didn't bill itself as a co-op game. It was a game that had co-op. Do you understand? Like, this game's billing itself as a co-op FPS. And it's got minimal co-op functionality. It's minimal. It's a, you can basically... You, you're agreeing with me. Oh, okay. Thank you, Clayton. I was like, I was just trying to make sure your limited character counts, so that's probably more the the platform's fault than your fault. <laughs> it's hard to convey something in, like, such a few amount of characters. Why do you think they made Arcane this way? Why do you think Arcane made this game this way? Have they made have they made a co-op game before? Is this their first foray into, like, multiplayer? I don't know. That, that, that could be why. Maybe they're more familiar with single-player games. Absolutely love the show. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate people watching on our platform. We just started kind of streaming over here. We primarily stream on YouTube. I'm hoping to get the stream key functionality so I can give you the full scope of my studio. And then when I look at my actual Sony camera, I'd be looking at you and I'd have you integrated into my chat. But we don't have that ability just yet. How does it bill itself as a co-op game? Here, I'll show you. You ready for this? So... This is the official trailer on Bethesda Softworks website on Bethesda Softworks YouTube channel. You ready for this? Redfall is an open world co-op FPS from Arcane Austin. Redfall is an open world co-op FPS. It's literally built into their own description of the Dadgum game. Like they're billing it as a co-op game. Them not me. They didn't. They didn't advertise this and say, "Oh, hey, uh, it's a, it's a single player game, and if you want a buddy to come with you, you can." That's how Far Cry. That's how Far Cry works. You you won't hear me taking this criticism to Far Cry. Why? Because Far Cry didn't bill itself as a co op game. 
Far Cry was, come and play Far Cry, and if somebody wants to come and play with you, dope. Right? They don't they don't get any progress. They're just there to help you do some shooties. Is Redfall split screen? I don't think so. I think it's online co-op only. So again, again, listen to the reasoning. Listen to the reasoning. Hang on. I got to go back to my other I got to go back to my other format here. Um, hang on. Give me a second to get formatted again. There we go. Okay. Listen to their reasoning. They're speaking with Harvey Smith. He's game designer on the game. And 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 this is his reasoning, okay? And I'm I'm trying not to be insulted by the reasoning, but I it I don't know. It seems a little condescending. It <laughs> it seems a little presumptive of I guess gamers are dumb. He says, "So for the flow of things, you have to redo the missions. You have to redo those." The direct quote. He says, the story would be very confusing if you got to mission 8 and it said skip this one because you've already done it. Now, answer me this, gamers of the world. Would you find that confusing? If you played mission 8 with your buddy and maybe you were at mission 6 or 7 at the time and you go back to your game and when you stumble when you come up to mission 8, you're like Huh? Huh? Mission 8? What? I did this already? No, you you wouldn't be you wouldn't be confused at all. You'd be like, "Oh yeah. I played this the other night with my buddy. I remember this mission." It's only confusing if they don't tell me it's 8. I'd throw my hands up and jump out my window in confusion. That's a misleading advertisement. It does make it sound like it takes two. Lucky I've been watching the show. I would have avoided if I thought it wasn't solo. Oh no, you can play solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play solo. Remember one year. Oh, Hilly must have copied this from YouTube. Remember one year? (laughs) How long is the campaign approximately? I would suggest this is a short-term issue for most players. Once the campaign is done, this issue is done. If it's technically a challenge for the devs, why bother if the problem is solved by time? How's the problem solved by time, Hilly? I don't understand. You have to play you have to play through. You guys always need to do that too. You need to open up with your questions with how long you've been a member. Uh yeah, Lono, member uh twenty four months here. Uh question for you. <laughs> I will only answer questions for members beyond sixteen months, okay? <laughs> Those are the real ones. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, to me, if I if I have to replay the game again to play all four characters, you can't switch characters once you pick one. That's the same way that Borderlands works. I'm fine with that. I'm, f- I'm fine with that. But if I have to replay it, like there's already a replay rhythm baked into the game's design why add another layer of replay where if I play with my buddy I either have to play every waking moment with him or I have to end up replaying sections by myself a lot of games do it that way Redfall is just catching hate because marketing and it's an Xbox game that's not true at all no no Harry that's bull I play a lot of co-op games I love them I discovered Co-Optimist the website a really long time ago I was always on the hunt for a really good co-op game. 
And when I heard this in an interview, it was a record scratch. I was like, huh? You built a co-op game that doesn't sync my progress when I play with my buddy? I had this happen to me in Dying Light 1, and I hated it. I was angry. I was playing on... Hold on to your hats. I was playing on an Xbox at the time, and I was like, what the frick? Why didn't it save my progress? I I played for four hours with my buddy, and I thought, I'm going to go grind side quests and get some stuff, and I was at the beginning of the game! I was at the beginning! This has nothing to do with Xbox. This game... This game was promoted before the acquisition. Genius. And I was very interested in this game immediately. Because I love co-op games. I remember covering the trailer. I remember telling people, it looks like it's going to be a co-op game. There's four different characters. I saw a couple of abilities. That game looks pretty cool. It was just a cinematic trailer and we made a bunch of speculations. I don't care that Microsoft bought them. A lot of people hate Xbox. Well, let me clue you in on something. I don't hate Xbox. And creating a narrative that my criticism or my coverage or my show is rooted in a dislike of Xbox, you can take a walk if that's what you're going to do. I don't want you here. I don't want your name with the badge in my chat creating this narrative that, oh, I'm upset and creating Xbox hate. That's not what I'm doing. This is a co-op game that's failing at the fundamentals of a co-op game. It is, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care... Who's, who owns it? I don't care who owns it. I was interested in this game before the acquisition. I was like, this game looks sick. I love games like this. I played Left 4 Dead 1 and Left 4 Dead 2 with my homies. I play co-op games with my wife. Like, seriously, take a walk. I, th- th- I don't want that in my chat. That's not what I'm doing. I Like, genuinely am curious what people think about this like are you going to play a co-op game that's creating this strenuous like painstaking thing make sure you don't get too far make multiple saves make multiple characters now sure some people and here's where it's going to get real interesting some people are going to be totally fine with that don't get me wrong there are going to be people that are like I'm going to make an extra character I'm going to play this character by myself and then anytime I play with my boy we'll have separate characters I did that in Borderlands I did. I had a character to play by myself, I had a character to play with my wife, and I had a character to play with my friends. So, try to tell me that I wasn't interested in this game, or I'm just hating on Xbox. These are my kind of games. I played every square inch of Borderlands 1 with my friends and my wife, and I did the same thing with Borderlands 2. I love these kinds of games, okay? So there are going to be people that do that. There are going to be people that make a save for themselves, a save for their bud, and a save for their significant other, okay? And then there's going to be people that play solo. Fine. Good for you. If you want to play solo, I don't, I don't care about that. That's not what we're discussing. Here is the kicker. This on Game Pass, billing itself as a co-op game. How many people are going to download this game? This is a great benefit to Game Pass, right? Try it out. See if you like it. You didn't buy it. So if you don't like it, you didn't lose anything. That's a great value to the customer. Okay. And if you play for a couple of hours, you play for a couple of hours, and then you go back to your game, and you've made no progress, I'm telling you right now, 
that will be confusing to a lot of people. It was confusing to me when it happened in Dying Light 1. I didn't have an explanation on my screen that, that explained it to me. I just felt like I had just wasted four hours of my life, apparently. I was like, wait, what? I, I have to listen to all the dialogue again? I have to go and do this fetch quest for this guy and go grab this can of soda? Really? I have to do all this again? Huh? Co-op doesn't imply shared progress. I'll die on that hill. Of course, shared progress is better. Robert, if you can't hit minimum expectations of other co-op games, then don't build or build or develop or promote or market a co-op game. Simple as that. You can't do the bare minimum, then what are you doing making and promoting and billing it as a co-op game? What are you doing? Hilly says, I agree it's lacking a feature of co-op, but I wouldn't stop me. it wouldn't stop me from playing. If the campaign's really, really long, then the issue may get annoying. But if it's 40 hours, then this game co-op repeatability is only affected in the short term in my view. Hilly, it's only affected in the short term for people that actually make it that far. Can you admit that's a teeny bit presumptuous? Just a teeny bit, my British brother, whom I love. That's a little presumptuous, is it not? And yeah, I think 40 hours is really long. I would say this thing's campaign is probably about 15 hours. It's somewhere in that ballpark, I bet. Somewhere in the 10 to 15. Listen, you're getting presumptuous, though. You're presuming that people are actually going to complete the game and get around this. You have such a bad concept on Game Pass. Sound more like hate. Whenever you play a game on Game Pass, once you purchase it, you say the game is available to play where you left off last time. So, let me get this straight. You're summarizing my sentences where I said that it's a good value to the customer. You get to try the game, and if you don't like it, no loss. You didn't have to buy it. And how that's a great value to the customer. And you interpret that as hate, and that what people do is if they like a game on Game Pass, they go and buy it. You... You're interpreting my comments as hate when I said that's a great value to the customer. I'm not sure if you're listening through a tin can or what, but I didn't say anything that could be misconstrued as hate. What's your ideal co-op? I think the way Borderlands 1, 2, 3, the pre-sequel, and Tiny Tina did it, I think they did it just fine. If I'm on mission 4 and you're on mission 4 and we beat mission 4 we both get credit same for same for side quests so what happened to me in dying light 1 is not ideal co-op that's terrible i played for 4 hours with my buddy and because he hosted all of his progress was saved i went back to my game i was a higher level i had all this loot and i had to start over at the very beginning and literally do all the basic tutorial fetch quests it was like i don't want to do this I, I, I'm farther than this I've done more than this I want to do more than this. I want to go farther I'm farther than this it's that simple I like I, to me this is basic this is ground level that's why I'm, I'm being negative I'm being negative it has nothing to do with Xbox 
and it's nothing to do with Xbox because this to me is the exact kind of game I would look to play with my boys back in the day and this would have driven us freaking crazy this would have driven us crazy it drove us crazy in Dying Light 1 it completely ruined the experience for us we stopped playing Dying Light 1 because of this the lack of progression synchronization just drove us away from playing the game it just was a it was a headache Your logic seems smart to me. Thank you. Diablo is like that. Beat a mission or boss, and you're at the, as long as you're at the same progress point. Yeah, that's the point. Like, other games, this just seems... It seems out of step. Like, I've played a ton of co-op games in my time. I absolutely love playing games with my boys. I got burned out on PvP games, and it made me lean to the PvE stuff. It made me lean to the co-op stuff. And I play tons of these types of games with my wife and with the community. You know, yeah, Wheezy's calling it. It's archaic. It's like, this is from a bygone era. This is from when it was like, hey, we you can play with a friend and then that was all it really let you do and it didn't have any other features very sad that we have to ask for basic game concepts to be implemented in 2023 right? right? this is my feeling on it Paul says I guess if people are going to play the story mode over and over again then the first run won't matter in the long run okay you're assuming that when I get to my second run that a Okay, let me take what you and Hilly are saying, Paul. Let's say I beat the game, and now I want to play as the chick with the cool hair, right? She's awesome. I put her on my thumbnail. I think she is just super cool looking. I I think I'll end up playing as her. Maybe the guy with the robots instead. Anyways, let's say second playthrough, I want to play as that 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 super fly chick with the purple jacket. I'm going to play as her. It's my second playthrough. And I play with my friend. And we get to mission three and we take a break. I still have to go back to my game and replay that mission. Replay missions one and two. I still have to do that. This doesn't go away on my second and third playthrough. I don't know why you're... It's, it feels like that's what you're presuming. You're presuming, like, if I beat the game and then I play through it a second time, I won't have to do this. No, yes, you will. You'll have to replay all this stuff again. If you're not, if you're, if you're not the host, who, let me ask you this. Everybody that's acting like this is no big deal. You cool with not being the host? Are you cool with not being the host? You know, who wants to be in the sidecar? You and your friends are going to be like, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Like, you're going to be literally doing like a, uh, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be host. I don't, don't want to replay. I don't want to replay all this stuff. I don't want to do that and get new loot. Get new loot that's under leveled. Imagine doing this in Borderlands. Imagine doing this in Borderlands. Yeah, I played with my buddy for two or three hours, leveled up a bunch, got a bunch of great loot. I'm going to go replay all those missions and quests and get loot that's lower level than me and weaker than the enemies at the current part of the game that I'm at. (laughs) Your friend's like, I'm not playing through this again with you. What am I, stupid? (laughs) You're going to be trash talking over being host. The progression stuff doesn't bother me. It's the fact that the character, the characters look and have skills like Borderlands. 
Who cares about that? I call dibs. That's right. That's right, Mike. We're going to be calling dibs on who the host is. You know? To play devil's advocate, if you're the type of person who gets mad when someone watches a Netflix series without you, you'll love this game. <laughs> nah, Lono, we don't know if it doesn't scale. I mean, I could pull up the IGN article and see if they go into details about scaling. I don't think they did. I don't think... you're. If you're assuming it's going to scale to you, most games don't do this. Let me Let me do a search... For scaling. No. They don't answer that question. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm be honest. Well, wait, well, let me see. No, yeah, there was a section that talked about being overleveled. Or maybe it was higher level. Hang on. If you're hosting and your character's level 40 and my character's level 3, and I come into the game with you, I'm going to have a really hard time. You're going to be saving me a lot, but I'm going to level up faster because we're earning more experiencing experience. And counter to that, if we're all level 3, and I'm hosting, and you've got a level 40 character, you're not going to have much fun because your character's going to insta-kill everything. But maybe that's cool. Maybe you want to guide us. Maybe you're not going to fight unless we get in trouble. People do all kinds of things. <laughs> So putting the power in the hands of the player, I think, is the right call. Thank you for the two-spot easy does it. Flaw design don't market as co-op then. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So we dumb? <laughs> yeah, that's no scaling. I mean that right there settles it. They, they, they didn't they didn't implement any kind of scaling in the game. You come into my game, buddy, you're going to be killing everything or getting killed by everything. That's the way that they've set it up. Now, listen, I don't necessarily think that's a deal breaker. Right? The lack of scaling, I think, should be going forward an expectation of like, look, man, you've got to do this. They did that in Borderlands 3, right? Like, if you came into my game, everything leveled to you so that, like, you would get loot at your level well even Borderlands 3's design wasn't right because eventually the loot fell behind you because loot scaling and that's stupid and they won't let you turn it on until you get into the second playthrough but why don't you just let me turn it on in the first playthrough if I'm level 14 just make everything at my level now if it's higher level than me don't pull a level down but anything beneath my level should be pulled up to my level that's just my personal quibble with the stupid design decisions of Borderlands 3 but that's not in this game there's no scaling in this at all which I wouldn't be that upset about that I'd be like ah come on that makes that makes co-op better but I wouldn't be super upset about that I'd be like oh that seems like a missed opportunity but the the lack of progression synchronization and only progressing the story of the host I just think is backwards it's not awful it can help with power leveling new characters right but here's the problem Rob why are you why power level a character why if I come in if if you come into my game and I'm a level 30 and I power level your character from 1 to 30 and we figure out how to do it in the best way possible in the best places possible you're going to go back to your game as a level 30 and, and have to start over nothing is saved 
None of none of no, your character is saved, but none of your story progress is saved. Playing a game with a different character, fun, replaying with the exact same, replaying the exact same two-hour segment, exactly, Papa Bean, exactly. It's Mario Brothers all over again. <laughs> that's funny. I like the name Sucks Donut. I know that's such a good dad joke. Sucks Donut. No, no, no. It was a Hertz Donut. Hertz Donut. A $5 tip from Easy Does It. My Xbox is collecting dust. I need some heat from Xbox this year. Enough is enough. I mainly play on PC now because of modding, but I used to play on my Xbox console main. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've, I'm looking forward to Starfield. I, I'm telling you right now, my biggest frustration with Redfall is I don't have a second Xbox. You know, I don't have a second Xbox. Like I have two Playstations and I won't be able to, I won't be able to do like the her on her TV and me on my TV. Now, I guess that might be cross play. So I could, one of us could play on a PC and the other could play on, on the Xbox. We could probably do that. This, I, th- I think this would be a fun game for her and I to play together. We love to play Borderlands together. If you're level 10 with your friend and you're going back to level 3 missions, all those weapons from earlier chapters are going to be trashed. That's exactly what set us down the scaling question, Dave. You could always get a Series S. No. <laughs> no. Matthew Johnson says, I have a Series S I'm selling if you want. Yeah. I'll make my wife play on the Series S. Here, babe, you take the 30 FPS machine. <laughs> if you turn the S sideways it and, and you squint, the S kind of looks like a 30 FPS. <laughs> Starfield is the saving grace until Tears of the Kingdom nukes Xbox and PlayStation. Ah, yeah, Zelda will do all right. I think Zelda will do all right. Uh, you know if you're hungry you can always eat dirt says Victor (laughs) you could do it just to see firsthand. you get 60 FPS at 1080 well no most of the tech analysis I've looked at Jacob uh, you're getting dynamic 1080 so it's not even staying at 1080 and a lot of the games that do that to hit 60 don't even get a stable 60 you're still dipping there was a game recently that ran dynamic 1080 and couldn't even maintain 30 FPS. I don't even know what game it was, but like, heck no. Series S has more 120 FPS games than the PS5. I don't get the Xbox hate. That stat is my favorite, like, misleading, you should be a politician stat that I think I've ever freaking seen. I love, I absolutely love when people trot out that stat. I love it. I love it. It is, it is quite literally, like, you can smell, like, you can smell the copium. You can. The Series S has more 120 FPS games than the PS5. I don't get the Xbox hate. It's not Xbox hate. It's Xbox Series S hate. You serious, Clark? Thank you, Donald Johnson. You serious, Clark? <laughs> 120 FPS games that run at 61 FPS. <laughs> It's not a lie, though. It's super misleading. Get the frick out of here. Get out of here. Going back and boosting old games FPS has no bearing on the discussion that we're having. 
Modern Warfare 2 runs 120 FPS on the Series S. Okay, <laughs> FPS boost doesn't count. LOL, goalpost moving. No, it doesn't count. Who's moving the goalpost? We're talking about current gen games. We're talking about Redfall. I'm moving the goalpost. You're moving the goalposts. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. I want to track with you. I want to show you how stupid that claim is so you can see I'm not moving the goalposts. You are. Ready? Buckle up. We're talking about Redfall, one of the more anticipated first-party titles for the Xbox console, especially the next-gen console. After the acquisition of Bethesda, everyone's looking at the Series S and Series X to deliver next-gen gaming experiences after the promises that that system could hit, you know, 120 FPS. And when I look at all of the new games that have been coming out, and they are struggling to hit 60 FPS on the Series S, and they have to run Dynamic 1080, Dynamic 1080, meaning you're getting old-gen resolution just to achieve unstable 60 fps and what's your genius comeback but 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 we have more 120 fps games than the ps5 you move the goalposts not me we're talking about redfall we're talking about potentially starfield and any game beyond these games struggling to give you good performance but 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 I can turn on FPS boost in a 10-year-old game and get 120 FPS. You're moving the goalposts. I am not. I don't give a frick that you can go play some ancient game with more frames per second. Who cares about that? Who bought a a, a next-gen console and thought, I can't wait to play really old games with 120 FPS? Is that why you bought a next-gen console is that is that why is it that's not why i bought them i bought them because i was promised instantaneous load times and higher resolution and better frames per second and you get virtually none of that on the series s virtually none and the xbox series s on the 120 hertz mode averages 85 frames per second far as I can see here from the test that they did <laughs> Un- unsurprising unsurprising if you go look at any of the tech analysis somebody makes a claim in my chat and then we go fact check it it's not true oh my gosh look at the series X and look at the PS5 120 hertz mode modern warfare 2 just this nice stable line at the top of the graph tracking the FPS and then there's just like rocky bar down in the middle you want to see it here i'll show it to you you ready here here here's here's your 120 fps call of duty modern warfare 2 this is this is a it's a real great display of what the frick we're talking about here you go you ready let me make sure and zoom this out for you yeah that yellow line that's like jagged right here and then dips right here and then is jagged that's your series s 
That's your 120 FPS Modern Warfare 2 Series S. You see these solid lines at the top. You see these solid lines at the top. And then there's a dip down here, right? I'll grant you that one. Series X is uh, more stable than the PS5 in Modern Warfare 2. You see this dip here. PlayStation's dropping, right? But you see how solid these lines are in comparison? Just look at the Series X. The Series X. You see this big giant gap in between the blue line and the green line and this yellow line? You do you see this? You see this gap? Do you see it? Here. Do you see that? Can you see it now? Quit shoveling false claims into my chat about the Series S because you want to paint me as a hater, right? Deal in truth and accuracy or shut the frick up. Just shut up. Like, like I'm not hating. You don't get to change the, the, the dialogue in my stream to make me look like a hater. There's only a half an inch gap. I can't. Let me go to the other side. So you can see the numbers. Let me... <laughs> Is that what your girlfriend told you? Alright, look. Look, 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 look. See this up here, 120? Do you remember when you told me that it was getting 120 FPS in Modern Warfare 2? No, it's not. You see this number down here? See this 90? You see that? So, that half an inch represents fourth a degradation like you're not getting what you said you were getting off topic back to redfall please sorry sorry this is related to redfall yeah he said that unironically he wasn't kidding around this is related to redfall because somebody made the suggestion of oh oh pick up a series s pick up a series s this is going to be an interesting year for xbox it's going to be an interesting year for xbox because I want to read one of the clapbacks. Talk about a goalpost move. Let's read another outstanding goalpost move in the discussion. Why is the Series S outselling Series X? Boom. Oh my gosh. First and foremost, they made more of them. <laughs> Secondly, they're cheaper. So real get a crack squad together to try to get some market analysis as to why why is this outselling it's cheaper and they made more of them. Anyways, that has no bearing on the discussion. But it does have a bearing on why I think Xbox is going to have an interesting year. You ready? They got two, three, three big first party titles coming this year that are going to require good performance. I'm not including Minecraft Legends, because I think Minecraft Legends will run virtually the same on both systems. Well, maybe. We don't know. Series S has less RAM than the Xbox One X. Anyway. So, let's look at Redfall, the topic of today. Thank you for sending the rose. Uh, Let's look at Redfall. Let's look at Starfield. Let's look at Forza Motorsport. Okay? All three of those games 
I think are going to be a test case for what people think of the Xbox brand and what people think about games under Xbox ownership in the wake of a shaky start, right? Forza, uh, Forza 5 got, got great reviews, got, got award nominations, even won some awards, okay? Cool. Halo Infinite fell flat on its face. So their, their opening has been shaky and inconsistent at best. So this is the year for Microsoft to say, here is Redfall, here is Starfield, here's Forza Forza Motorsport. These are all our properties on the Xbox ecosystem. Play it day and date on Game Pass, okay? And they're going to try to foster an ecosystem of spending because you can actually play Redfall early if you buy buy it and you buy, like, the Ultimate Edition. So that is a topic for another day, how Microsoft's going to quietly foster an ecosystem of purchase with FOMO and Early Access. Separate discussion. Back to the discussion at hand. If these three games are going to be out on Main Street representing Xbox, representing this brand, and what they can do with purchased companies and purchased games, then you better be ready to finally admit that the Series S is a problem. Because if Redfall and Starfield and Forza Motorsport, if they all run poorly on the Series S to the point that it makes headlines and people are irritated, I'm mainly thinking Starfield here. Starfield's just so big. Even Redfall seems graphically intense, right? Like I, this, this, this seems like a pretty, this seems like a pretty intense game. And look at the lighting, look at the effects, look at the shadows, speed of the enemies, right? If the if these if these games run poorly, I'm here to tell you that is going to be really bad for Microsoft this generation. That affects so many things, man. Any third-party dev right now on the fence, it's like, do we want to optimize for the S? Is it worth it? Do we want to spend that extra dev time opting for the S? It's got good market saturation. It's got better market saturation than the Series X. You know, a greater portion of our potential sales or potential engagement if we do Game Pass, a better potential portion of our engagement is going to come from the Series S. They're going to watch these games. They're going to watch Starfield, they're going to watch Redfall, and they're going to watch Forza Motorsport. And I'm here to tell you, I actually hope that I'm wrong. And somehow these developers figure out how to do magic tricks with that system, because if not, it's going to hurt the brand. And that's not good for any of us. It's not good for me. I have a Series X, and I would love for them to knock it out of the park and get a bunch of great games so that I can play them and cover them. No, I'm nobody is sitting here fingers behind their back being like, I hope this all fails. Like, I'm certainly not doing that. What's today's shirt? Today's shirt comes from the Deadpool collection at 80s Tees. It says, Shh, no one cares. You can use my code, you can use code LONO at 80stees.com. You'll get 30% off. That's a pretty big discount. It actually helps out. Their shirts are official licensed stuff, very high quality print, very soft. Uh, the shirts are pricey, and my discount helps out a whole lot. I don't think any poor performance should be laid on the S. I'm always in the camp. If it can run on the potato PCs, uh, they set their min specs on theirs. No reason it shouldn't run on the S. Well, Gilly, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Hogwarts Legacy for just a little bit. They just released their minimum PC specs. You want to guess what the mini- minimum PC specs are for memory are? 
You want to guess? It's more than the Series S has. <laughs> it is more than the Series S has. 16 gig is their min spec recommendation for Hogwarts. So, and and what and what Weezy's saying is so important. One of the reasons you can get so many of these games to run on potato PCs is because you can go in and optimize it to your own experience. You can drag sliders down, shading, lighting, uh, textures, resolution, uh, FOV. That's putting power in the hands of the player. That does. That's not how things work on console. Plus, no protocols on Series S. Did anybody do a tech analysis on how well it ran? Hogwarts is third party. They won't spend extra time on Series S version. You're right there. <laughs> Woo. You're right there, man. Hogwarts is running on Xbox One and PS4. Uh-huh. And what did they do with the release dates of those versions, Space Dovahkiin? What'd they do? Hmm? They delayed them. Do you want to know why? They're probably not going to run that well. I'm telling you right now. Hogwarts pulling some trickery. It's Slayer. What's good? Hogwarts pulling some trickery, man. I don't. Th- I'm telling you right now. I'm. I'm not going to defend that game if it does that. If they. If they push it on old systems and it runs like booty cheeks, I'm. I'm not going to defend that. Absolutely not. Yeah, Callisto. Callisto is hard. I wouldn't lay Callisto at the Series S's feet because Callisto had its own performance problems and hitches and bugs and stuff. It. It had its own issues. So that one's kind of tough to lay at their feet. There's plenty of games though that you can look at analysis of like. Uh, thoughts on the day before it's a fake game they're using it to promote some application that they're trying to sell those guys are fraudsters tricksters it's not a real game supposed to launch March 1st doubt what Harry uh, Potter spell will make it run better on old gen (laughs) yeah they delayed old gen because they want all the good press like Hogwarts is going to land on series X series S PC uh, and and the PlayStation 5 and, and I'm sure it'll get great press great reviews and then two months later when it hits old gen I, you know they got all their great press they'll get a bunch of sales and then you know they'll say we're committed to making sure you guys get a good experience and they'll patch it a bunch I'm sure as long as they still support old gen they don't have anything with Series S except for the fact that the Xbox One X has more memory than the Series S I mean, you have that. Spectro Performus. <laughs> Just wait till they delay the Series S version. Cliffo, I know. Wouldn't that be nuts? Wouldn't that be nuts? That would be... I haven't yet had a big... I was I was once called in another game and another time, I was called Lonostradamus because I would make predictions that would happen. And that would be... A moment for me people would come and be like you called it you totally called it because I keep telling people that third-party games third-party companies what's good Frally they're gonna start skipping out on the series and people like no way no way bro okay 
Give it time. Actually, they'll probably just skip Microsoft entirely because if they skip the Series S, Series X is a slice of a slice of a slice, right? Microsoft already has a small slice of the of the saturation of the market, and then if you take that slice and slice it even smaller, the smaller slice of that slice is the Series X. So I don't even I don't even freaking know, man. Third party's just gonna be like, nah, we're good. Like indies, I think will have no problem because their performance typically is is on a lower threshold of fidelity, and they'll have no problem pushing it out there. Uh, if you're playing Callisto Protocol on console, you're probably hoping to get the most out of your system. The PlayStation 4 achieves 1080-30, whereas the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox Series S are hitting 1440 at 30. So, the Series S is matching the PS4 Pro's performance of Callisto Protocol. <laughs> it's not a problem, though, guys. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Blame the devs. Every time, it's the dev's fault, dude. Every time, every game that comes out, we're going to debate this till I'm dead. I will literally be on my deathbed, and somebody's going to come up and whisper in my ear and be like, it's the dev's fault. It's not the Series S's fault. And I'm like, you son of a... I'm just going to code. I'm just dead. I'm so tired of the debate. (laughs) It'll be the dev's fault every, every time. Every time. It, the, the, the most interesting thing about this year is we're talking Redfall, right? The Series S is a bargain console. What do you expect? I expect it to do what it was marketed to do, which is, I don't know, be a next-gen console capable of 120. I mean, I don't know. Getting 120 in really old games I don't think is what anybody expected when they read the press briefings on that console. So They didn't say, this is a bargain console, you're you're buying this and it ain't going to get good performance. Like, they didn't market it that way. Who said that? You think, did Microsoft walk out and say that? Like, we're talking Redfall. Redfall gameplay details. If you've not seen gameplay of this game, I think it looks cool. I think it looks fun. I think their decisions with co-op are fundamentally pretty terrible, and we've debated that up one side down the other. Now, the other thing we've been looking at is the performance of Starfall. uh, Starfall. (laughs) Starfall and Redfield. Um... Redfield. What are we playing? Resident Evil? So, you got you got Redfall, you got Starfield, and then you got Forza Motorsport. And I think these three games are going to be a gigantic test case. Big time test case for what Microsoft can do this year. And I've just got continued concerns and worry about Series S. These are big games. The PS4 Pro is also a seven-year-old console. <laughs> Ugh. But the PS4 Pro is still $400 new at Walmart. Series S is $300. The price matches the performance. Gilly. I believe Wheezy already bodied that. You, you, you can't look at the price. You have to look at how old the tech is. Seven years old, the PS4 Pro is. So when you buy the Series S, it's a little bit cheaper, and it's the strength of a seven-year-old mid-gen upgrade PlayStation. Richard Rodriguez with a $2 tip. Uh, Xbox equals a selfish company. Buy everything. Series S mandate. I'm not sure what you're trying to say. On your deathbed, whispers Lono, Warzone 4.0 is skipping the Series S. <laughs> I would sit up. I would sit up and be like, I knew it! Oh, And I would die. I would die. <laughs> I tried to tell you. Oh. 
Would you take a cut in FPS for split screen? No, no. I've had games do that and I don't do it. If I'm going to take an FPS hit on split screen, I'll, I'll, I'll get a second rig and, and play on two different monitors. If you guys are just tuning in, we've been discussing Redfall gameplay details. I, I don't like to do negative content. I don't like to do negative thumbnails and negative titles, but we were kind of saving this one. Uh, I was really looking forward to Redfall. I still am. I am going to play Redfall with my wife. We love games like this. We love co-op shooters. We love games with loot and skill trees and all that. But fundamentally, I think the fact that only the host gets story progression saved, not the other people playing, I think is a terrible decision. Now, there is the possibility that the internal six-week delay that we have heard about, maybe they're adding it, maybe they're changing it. They did tell IGN that their current answer uh, is that the only the host progress saves so maybe they'll make adjustments and changes before the game comes out with that delay we're not sure series s was a must price helps against ps5 xbox only behind ps5 by 1 million units in america i'm really glad you qualified that in america (laughs) in america what about everywhere else but you do it a lot where do I have ne- like where do I have titles and thumbnails that are specifically negative? Where? Can you show me? Alono passed away today. It's sad, but we found out that it's the dev's fault. <laughs> that is so good. Uh, it's the dev's fault, man. 100%. If you guys have been enjoying the show, hit subscribe. Make sure you're here for these streams. We only need 29 more likes. Let's hit 200 likes. Let's get some gifted members going. If we hit 75 members on the day, I have to gift five members. Every 25 members, I have to gift five. Consider becoming a member on your own. Uh, We don't necessarily need to purely rely on people gifting. You can become a member for five bucks. Click the button, the the little dollar sign button or the join button, and then you can hop in and become a part of what we do here. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, The more often you're here, the more likely you'll get a gifted membership. If you are a member, don't forget this Friday. It's Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is a scary day, and we're kicking off one of the member incentives that you guys earned last month, the Triple Header Horror Weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, each night around 8 p.m. Eastern. If you're a member, you can hang out with me and my wife playing through until dawn. Going to be a blast. If you're a member, make sure you get in the Discord so you don't miss those announcements. Next week, we're doing the Star Wars watch party, and the week after that, my brother's in town. That's all members-only stuff. So become a member for five bucks or get in, get in the Discord or just be here as often as you can. That way, you can get a gifted member if people start going crazy and gifting. Or, you know, when I have to gift because we hit, tw- you know, every 25. Uh, my brother owns a Series S. He's not a hardcore gamer. Likes Fortnite, Apex, and Warzone. That's uh, the Series S demographic. Okay, I'll, I will table that. So let's say Redfall gameplay struggles on the S and it's, you know, it's dynamic 1080 and it struggles to maintain 60 FPS. And, you know, anybody with eyeballs is like, man, that just doesn't look good compared to how it runs elsewhere. You know, let's say it runs better on the PS5 and the Series X because it will, right? It will. It'll run better on those platforms. That's not hate. It's not controversial. That's the facts. Right now, that's the facts, okay? So let's just say that that happens. I understand and don't at all 
push back on the notion that a lot of the people that bought the Series S aren't going to notice. They're going to shrug and say, who cares, right? You're probably right. You're probably right. However, however, there's only so much I think people will tolerate. And I'll give you an example. There were plenty of people that did not upgrade their consoles right away, either because they couldn't or they didn't want to. They were unable to get their hands on one. Okay, so when you know Series X, S, and the PlayStation Fives were tough to get your hands on, uh, a lot of people stayed on old gen. And then when they bought a little game called Cyberpunk and it ran like trash on old gen, it created a massive. PR nightmare and refund nightmare for CD Projekt Red, which led to stock value plummeting. They were sued by their shareholders, all kinds of nonsense because of that game's poor launch. So even the people, I'm willing to agree and concede that there are people who bought the Series S and don't care about all those things. They don't care about the graphical performance. If if Redfall gameplay is is shaky over there, I but I'm telling you they'll only take so much of that before they say, "Man, this looks and runs real bad." I thought I bought a next gen console, right? To be honest, uh, he won't care, Lono. I think the Series X is for cool, uh, cool for bro gamers. Yeah, but guys like that were still, even if they're super casual bro gamers, they still notice that Cyberpunk ran really poorly. Yeah, there's a bird. Yeah. Frick that bird. <laughs> no, yeah, that guy can summon it. The four, the, the, the four characters that are uh, in here. I'll let you, you know, you guys can watch it again. We got good gameplay from them uh, that we can let you see. My PC is six years old and is more powerful than your PS5. I didn't say and I didn't say anything about old PCs and how strong they are. I have a PC right now that's got a 2080 Ti in it. I think I built it I want to say I built it 4 years ago, I think. Bought it 4 years ago, tried to future proof it as best I could, which is, you know, future proofing in the PC world's kind of a a joke. Uh, but I don't I don't know if it's I don't know if it's stronger than my PS5. It's close to being equal to it, I think. Um, I'm not sure what you built six years ago that's stronger than my PS5. I'd be interested to know your stats. What do you got in that thing? What are you running? What what video card... What video card CPU combo did you cook up six years ago? Six years ago would have been 2017. What, yeah, what did you build in 2017 that's stronger than my PlayStation 5? I'd be very interested to know that. Look at the look at like at three hundred dollars. There's no better price for to performance. I would love to see if Xbox getting feedback if the consumers feel like they're not getting enough performance. Six years ago, that's like a nine hundred series. Yeah, Redfall's not going to PS Five. Oh no, I know it's not going to PS Five. I was just responding to somebody on the talk. He might have already left. Dollars to donuts. He's rocking a ten sixty. Yeah, I mean, if he's running anything lower than a 2080, then it's not going to be stronger than my PS5. I don't think that that's true. Most of the tech available back then, six years ago in 2017, wouldn't have been stronger than a, than a PS5. Um, I got a V8 with a supercharged Hemi that sucks down gas. 
like a golf ball through a garden hose. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Oh, man. If you guys are just tuning in, we're taking a look at Redfall gameplay, and I'm arguing that the Redfall co-op gameplay is done wrong. Uh, It's done wrong. If you've been enjoying the show, smack the like button. Hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. I'd love to hear from you. What do you think? Uh, Only the host player has their story progress saved. Uh, your character progress and your uh, your loot and everything will come with you. Uh, it will, uh, but nothing else will, right? This guy said, "Will Wheaton called and wants his look back." Are you are you trying that on anybody with a beard? Right? Is your inferiority complex that strong that you're like, I can't, you can't grow a beard, so. You go to anybody that has one and you say, Will Wheaton wants his look back. Really? I don't even think he wears glasses, does he? I don't think he spikes his hair up. Doesn't his, Isn't his hair like messy and flat on his head? I don't know. I've not paid much attention to Wesley Crusher in his later years. So, I'm sorry that you think so little of yourself that you have to make fun of a stranger to feel better, but it'll get your, your life will get better if you've Stop spending your time doing things like that. No consumer card was better than the 2080 when it came, specifically not from six years ago. Only thing would be enterprise hardware for large server farms. Yeah, I, I wasn't big into tech back then six years ago, so I wouldn't even know what kind of a PC you would have built in 2017 that would be stronger than a PS5 right now. I don't know. You'd have to get your hands on everything would have to be top of the line. Everything. You know what I'm saying? And that was either multiple grand or just wasn't sold to the normal public. Yeah, you'd be literally buying top shelf early adopter tech, which is extremely expensive. And a lot of the times volatile, like early, you know, renditions of those chipsets and cards are a lot of the times not very stable. How does that get through to release? Not one person says, hey, is this kind of counterintuitive? Right, like, especially when they're billing it as a co-op game. That's, that's my main pushback right to the people that are like this is no big deal this is no big deal it's like yeah but it kind of is because you build it as a co-op game and it's missing fundamental co-op features like that that's my issue with redfall i like this game and you know what's so funny about this is i'm being critical and i'm saying this is a bad idea as someone who it's not going to affect me. This isn't even like a personal vendetta video. It isn't going to affect me at all. I'm be able to play this game and have a blast with my wife because we only ever play games together. So the lack of progress synchronization is going to have literally no effect on us. It's not it's not going to have any effect on us at all. So I'm not even sitting here like when I would get really angry and upset about like Borderlands 3 and how they did like the scaling and stuff with the loot that a lot of that was very personal for me. It was very personal. I was like, I was very angry. I was like, this game was supposed to be so much better. supposed to be so much more. I loved Borderlands 1 and 2 and I was looking forward to all those great features in Borderlands 3 and I just felt like it fundamentally failed in a lot of those categories and it was really personal because I was deeply invested in Borderlands and was really looking forward to the game. They didn't make graphic drivers because they're not for graf- uh, graphics for consumer programs. They build it for like render farms or large scale analytics. 
and I'm not even sure you guys are talking about tech from back then I just I didn't pay attention to any of that and then imagine getting disconnected from the host after like a five-hour session well and that's the thing you would keep all your stuff it's not like your character would get like de-leveled or you would lose loot it, that, it, that, that wouldn't happen but you'd go to jump in your game and I'm telling you I, I'm telling you right now people are going to be shocked there will be forum posts there'll be tweets there'll be there'll be there'll be reddit posts being like I don't understand I played with my friend and I booted up my game and I lost all my progress you know what I mean we all know Redfall is going to launch running at 60 FPS in the series S looking forward to it I don't understand why why did you type that Why'd you type that? Like, I'm genuinely curious why people type stuff like that. There's just this weird thing that some people in the gaming community do, and that's one of them. I I don't get why you're typing that. I don't understand. It's it's like we, we literally get people that say this in my chat sometimes. They say, I can't wait to play that on Game Pass day and date. And I'm like, Man, Microsoft did a heck of a job with their marketing. You don't just say you're looking forward to a game. You make sure that you promote Game Pass in the process. Can't wait to play that day and date on Game Pass. What? Who who talks like that? Bro, can you believe Andor's coming out? Yeah. I cannot wait to watch that on Disney Plus day and date. Wait, why'd you just say that? It's like that moment... It's like that moment in the Truman Show where she's like, who are you talking to? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Redfall. It's going to be 60 FPS on the Series S. Can't wait. Who are you talking to? (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, Lono, they've got bots. Wait, you think that guy was a bot? We all know Redfall is going to launch running at 60 FPS in the Series S. Looking forward to it. Hang on, let me go to his channel. You think that's a bot? Hang on. He's had that account had that account for 11 years. I don't think that's a bot. I mean, unless they're buying them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, my man Daniel Mullen jumping back in as a member. You the best. That's that's an 11 year old account. They it, it, like they certainly sound like it. Like when they say things like that, I'm genuinely curious. I'm like, why did you say that? It's so awkward and odd. Like imagine standing around with your friends and you're like, oh man, dude, it's gonna be such a good year for games. Oh, I know, bro. That's Starfield. I really hope it's good because I love Skyrim, man. It was such a fun time. So good on Fallout. And then the and then old boy in the corner is like, I can't wait to play Redfall and Starfield day one on Game Pass. Everyone's like, huh? What's the matter with Dave? Why do he say that? Redfall gonna run at 60 FPS on the Series S day one. Guaranteed. Dave, why are you talking like that? What are you doing? What's the matter with you, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? Push your glasses up. <laughs> it just is it's so awkward. 
like we're all sitting around. We're all talking about the game. We're speculating on gameplay and co-op and potential responses from people. And somebody's just like, bro, it's going to run 60 FPS on the Series S. Day one guaranteed. Can't wait to play it on Game Pass. What? <laughs> Why did you say that? Matthew McConaughey. Got a cope. <laughs> they need to get Matthew McConaughey. Oh my gosh. All right. Me playing that Starfield day one on Series S. <laughs> All, right. All right. Oh my gosh. I mean, like the Lincoln commercials. <laughs> uh, I love this. Slay alone or squad up. And Hilly added, campaign progress not included. <laughs> he added a little disclaimer at the bottom. <laughs> Hey, Lono, can't wait for the community game night when we can play Redfall, day and date on Game Pass, and drink some cold Hazy Jane IPA from our friends at BrewDog. BrewDog! Demi beer. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. Channel your inner Phil Spencer. Oh, man. Feels so good. I really do be promoting Game Pass. I I have Game Pass and I use it. I don't know if I've ever felt compelled to promote it. Micro Micro Microsoft caught astroturfing bloggers again to promote Internet Explorer. <laughs> Lono has dibs on host. Yeah, I'm hosting. <laughs> Community game night Redfall. I I'm going to host. <clears throat> so what it may not be what you or I would say about it but why does it matter if that matters to you or how others speak on it Malcolm you don't th- I, it's just odd how do you not think that it's odd Sony will just have to release Spider-Man 2 and they'll automatically win this year on oh, my sweet summer child oh who said that I think Spider-Man 2 is launching this year they've said that they said um Sony officially announced Marvel Spider-Man 2's coming fourth quarter. I don't think it'll automatically win the year, though. It'll win some awards. I think the Spider-Man game... I think Insomniac makes you know killer games. They'll, they'll get nominated and win a couple awards. I don't necessarily know if they'll win game of the year, though. That's that's a hard that's a hard game, I think, to win with. Super, I think superhero games are hard to win with. Who's stopping Sony from dropping next-gen quality games? Series S is absolutely disgusting and disrespectful to the gamer. And Xbox Xbox fanboys supporting are the reason the generation will not see games reach full potential. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It was like... Remember... Remember... The 5th of November. No, I'm just kidding. Remember when we covered... Horizon Forbidden West, and I had a bunch of people in my chat who don't own a PlayStation 5 um, talking about how Horizon Forbidden West was held back because, you know, they had to make it run on the weaker hardware. And then uh, the same thing happened with uh, with God of War Ragnarok, right? Um, I just wonder why that's not a factor when you look at 
the fact that the Series S is weaker than the uh, the Series X. You know what I'm saying? I just wonder why that's not a factor. That was constantly a factor in those discussions. Again, after a 20-minute convo going after the Series S, it's a response that makes sense if you plan the Series S. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. You got 60 FPS? No. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Red's a good color on you. My favorite color. Series S is awesome. And not because of the performance of the higher-end consoles. FSR Incorporation will farther boost the consoles. There's nothing being held back by the S. Okay. of developers aren't going to be able to take advantage of the Series S. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? And FSR is not is not doing much right now. I mean FSR could get could could make some advancements and could do some cool things, but I don't know, man. I don't feel like it's disrespectful to the prove uh to prove they're charging prove they're charging. It will run this gen and last gen quality for a cheaper price. Like I don't think uh there's better dollar for performance. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's disrespectful, Gilly. I do think they marketed it in a way that was misleading. I will say that. I will. I will say that. If you go look at the actual original marketing of the Series S, I, I, I think I have no problem going on record saying they were very misleading with the with the with the advertisement and the marketing. Go read any of the blogs or any of the press briefings from Microsoft about the Series S. It's not doing anything that they said it was going to target. It it talked about targeting 1440. It talked about 120. I mean it just it, it, it it's it's consistently running dynamic 1080. D- dynamic 1080. Like I just I it, it's I feel like they really and I'm not saying a bunch of people bought it based on that marketing, but if you actually look at the marketing, oh yeah. Oh, 100%. FSR hasn't been incorporated into the consoles. They will be in future games. What I mean is that is that will not hold back high-end consoles. These consoles does not have the power for RTX. Alright, here's the thing. I want you to think about game dev with me for just a second, Okay. Game dev for really good games takes anywhere from four to six years. We want to lean closer to six years, okay? Let's just say four to six years. So let's say, you know, when these consoles launched and then we're coming out on the other end of people having to work from home and all those challenges, right? So let's say starting last year in 2022, a bunch of devs really started ramping up to build really great games for these consoles, okay? And so that means, you know, 2022, fast forward to 2026 and 2027. That's when we should sort of be in the golden era of these consoles. We should just have, like, a ton of consistent games coming out, all right? You're banking on something that hasn't happened yet. You're also banking on it getting really, really better than it currently is. For games that'll have to what? Go back and incorporate that into something they've been building for four to six years? There would be less hypothetically 60 FPS games without the Series S.
it's just I'm telling you it's such a weird that's just such a weird way to frame it I, there'd be less 60 FPS games without the Series S bro bro oh my gosh like imagine trying to claim that your PC is great because it's got an old hardware configuration that allows you to play super old games like like Wolfenstein 3D and you're like bro my PC can play more games at 200 FPS than yours can and you're including all those super duper old games well no one would care no one would be like you're kidding me bro how you're like well I can play Wolfenstein 3D 200 FPS and Spaceman Spiff 200 FPS like Rise of the Triad people be like what the hell like no one would be no one would be compelled by that like it isn't compelling to be act like well the Series S is really helping the industry by what exactly letting you play super old games with like more frames that last comment broke chat yeah I just I just I don't know it's just weird like people just make things up about that console it's like oh it's got more 120 FPS games than the PS5 okay okay what what does that mean it's white and black (laughs) okay it's smaller not making any compelling points here it has the same CPU as the bigger brother reason why there are more 60 FPS games is because they have a reason to tune it for the Series S that becomes the performance mode for the X and PS5 there he's right there chat he's right there so close to seeing why it's a problem it's right there I want you to read that back and think about the ramifications of that across the development world the S they have to tune it for the series S that becomes the performance mode for the X and the PS5. Number one, I don't think that's true. I think that's easily falsifiable. But number, but, but, but let's just accept that that's true. I don't think it is. Do you think developers want to do that? Next gen. We made it, guys. Next gen, we can start to talk about FPS and oh, resolution. We start to do all these cool things with lighting and all this awesome stuff with load times. And oh, it's going to be so awesome. We need you to optimize your game for a rig that has less memory than the Xbox One X, which is a previous uh, generation console. Uh, We need you to optimize for that. Sorry, what'd you say? We need to do what now? Like, what what are you saying to me? I have to, we have to do that if we're going to run over there? I don't know if I want to do that. Third-party devs will skip Xbox regardless. There's a bunch of specific tech in the Xboxes that that isn't being used yet. I'm not sure what you mean. Series S isn't built for hardcore gamers who care about 60 to 120. <sighs> Serious question, what's the difference between developing for the S and the X or a 2060 GPU versus a 4090? So, developing... That's actually a really good question that I, I think requires a lot of nuance, but I'm going to do my absolute best. When you develop for PC, it's different than developing for a console because consoles have their dev kits, and so you're working with a closed system. So there are actually 
um, there are actually some advantages, right, to developing for a console because it's like one set of stuff. So some developers have actually spoken out about this and said that if they only develop for, let's just say, the PS5, that actually helps them. They can squeeze every square inch of that thing bone dry. They don't have to worry about... Uh, different allocations. So if we build it for this rig over here, but then this rig over here has a slightly stronger GPU and a slightly weaker CPU, we have to allocate things differently. So it's actually more helpful for them to build for one system. When you build for PC, they're generally going for Spectrum, and then they build the actual game itself with the ability for you to turn down the lighting, turn down the resolution, turn down the textures, turn down the anti-aliasing. And when you turn all those things down, you can get more performance out of weaker rigs. So it's a it's a completely different ecosystem of power spectrum. You can't necessarily do that when you develop for a for a box for a console. I'm sure smarter people are gonna are gonna say things in chat that are that are more uh, substantive than that. Eugene says 30 FPS 1440 on the S is the performance mode for the X and five in Callisto Protocol. Too long didn't read. When you make a game for PC, says Wheezy. Um, Developing for high-end hardware, developers commonly throw performance out the window. You've seen how games mysteriously got so demanding to max out because their targets become the 4080 versus the 3080. Reforge, what's up? What's up? What's up? This thankful Thursday. What's good, Rhett Mitchell? Weezy says, when you develop for PC, you say, well, I want to be at this level, and then you make sliders and scalability. Yeah, it's just a different approach entirely. Like, when you... And I think that's what's getting lost in this, right? So we are talking about Redfall. Let's let's just keep it about Redfall. Redfall gameplay, right? When you look at this game, when Arcane was developing this game... I don't necessarily even know in its birth what it, it, it wasn't being developed to be a, a single platform game. It wasn't, okay? So, in its infancy, they were probably building it for all platforms. And if the Series S was in the mix, they they kind of have to start there, if that makes sense. They have to start and say, just what can we do with this game we can't go beyond this because that wouldn't be possible on the Series S, right? So that's not the same as saying we want our game to land in this hemisphere of performance, but we'll add sliders. So if somebody has less RAM, weaker GPU, or weaker CPU, they can turn some of these things down and they can kind of cobble together a version of the game that runs. It's, com- it's a completely different approach. One is saying, we're going to target here, and if you feel like toning things down in this direction, you can, or upping things in this direction, you can. When you make something for the Series S, you simply must work within the confines of that box, and then go from there. You can, you can, you know, get better performance on the Series X and PS5, like better frames per second, a better resolution, because they're, cause, you know, because they're stronger or whatever. You don't make a game to match a box... When you make a game for PC, you go, this is my standard, meet it or don't play. Right. There are already more demanding games out, and they aren't held back by the Series S. You're, you're not, you're, I don't think you're engaging with what I'm saying. Number one, you don't know that. You don't. There's no way for you to know that that's true. There's no way to know that 
they they held back and didn't do things in Halo or Forza. You just don't know. Like, what if they didn't do certain things because it wouldn't have been possible on the Series S? I've heard from Digital Foundry that the Xbox dev kit is designed to scale games for the, for the S. Only Lono knows? What do you mean only I know? Let me let me give you a recap since apparently some of you guys hang out here enough to have badges that aren't even white anymore, they're of a different color, right? Let me let me catch you up since apparently you don't think that I base my predictions and my statements off of data. I know you don't do that, so you just probably assume that I don't do that, and that's a shot because that's not what I do. A lot of you in chat right now are doing that. You're making statements that are not backed by data or research. You just It's based on fandom. And what you do is you project that onto me because that's how you argue. That's not how I argue. Okay? We've been covering the Series S situation for quite a while. And my opinion is informed by more than just like speculation. There were multiple people in the industry that spoke out about it and described it as having drastically less memory. Some of these guys were from id Software, ID Software, the guys who make Doom, saying that it was going to be a problem. They spoke out almost immediately. Then, fast forward, Microsoft allocates more memory for the Series S in the dev kit in response to developer complaint so developers were complaining and saying we don't have enough memory anybody with a brain and the ability to use google quickly realized that the series s had less memory than the xbox one x the previous generation mid-gen upgrade that they sold the xbox one x has more memory in it than the series s okay that's added to to my commentary and the formulation of my speculations and my opinions about this. Even Microsoft acknowledges we're getting complaints about the memory. We better allocate more memory. They free up a tiny bit. One developer commentated and said it might not even make that much of a difference. Then, fast forward to Gotham Knights. Badge color, check. Thank you so much, Paul, for seven months. Gotham Knights is struggling with their PR because they quietly reveal it in a Discord, thanks to our man Paul here, that there won't be a 60 FPS mode. So what starts happening? Fandom copium starts happening, and people start making excuses for Gotham Knights. Oh, these consoles just aren't as strong as we thought they were. They're just not going to be able to give you 60 FPS in games like this, ignoring the litany of titles that have already released with next-gen graphical fidelity and 60 FPS modes. Like, I don't know, every game that's come out for PlayStation 5, for frick's sake. Or Forza, okay? So, that dialogue emerges new dialogue about the Series S. Two different developers from two different indie studios spoke out. They were not trying to defend Gotham Knights. They were adding context to the narrative around the strength of this generation of consoles. And both of them spoke 
to the weakness and the challenges that the Series S poses. And then they went private on Twitter after doing that. So, when you take all of that that I just outlined, and you want to go, nope, Series S is fine. Go. You, you go, King. Go off. But all of that tells me this is a problem. This is, this is a sleeping, self-made Trojan horse for this platform. There's no way this doesn't come home to roost in the next couple of years. There's just no way. It's oversaturated in the market compared to the X. It's sold. It's outsold the X. There it is. Or the devs was just lazy. Yep. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All that data. All that info and all that input. And all the devs are lazy. Yep. How many devs have said the Series S is good, though? You don't mention that. What 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 devs are coming out and saying that the Series S is good? Who are they? And who is their publisher and who owns them? How do you explain Hellblade 2? What do you mean? It's not out yet. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not out yet. We have no idea. We have no idea how that's going to run on the Series S. You have no idea. Many have, I believe. Oh. So you can't tell me the devs that have said the Series S is gr- is a great console. It's just you you believe some have said that. Okay. That's compelling. Come back, been gone weeks still crapping on the S. Come back, you've been gone for weeks. I didn't miss you. That's not the point. Devs should not have to hold back and try to make a game work on a weak console. It's a mandate from Xbox. If it wasn't mandated, they skip it like the Switch, point blank. Yeah, I just... I think people look at this from the complete wrong end of the situation, right? I'm not bashing Xbox or the Series S. I'm looking at a game that for all intents and purposes is the exact kind of game that I'm going to love, right? I absolutely love games like this. I'm looking at Starfield. I'm looking at Redfall thinking, man, these games look dope. They look so dope. And I'm genuinely curious what's going to happen when they don't perform well on the Series S. Y'all going to start blaming the devs? Because... I got news for you. Xbox engineers are helping optimize Starfield. So, it's going to get really interesting when you have to start making excuses for first-party titles or or claiming that even the first-party devs are lazy. Well, then what do you got? What do you got? Evil West developer says the Series S is not holding them back. I, th- but that's that's one game, one engine, one developer. Was 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 uh, was Evil West on Game Pass? We asked if the Series S will hold back this generation. Gop was pretty adamant that the console is a great market product and doesn't limit developers in any way. No, why should she hold back development? We're not forced to make the Series X look the same as the S, so we're not limited as developers. Catch how he answered that question. Did you catch that? 
At the same time, the Series S is an excellent market product. I know a lot of people who use it as an all-in-one box for family entertainment. That's a real good PR sentence. That's really good. Doesn't speak at all to the to the to the to the power of the console. <laughs> Doesn't speak at all to the power of the console. Oh, well, let's add this to the context here for Evil West. From an article, Evil West Dev received some criticism lately, given that the game runs on the same resolution and frame rate on both last-gen Xbox One and the current Xbox Series S. Gop explained that the team did everything they could to make the game run 60 FPS on the Series S, but ultimately decided to lock it to stable 30 FPS rather than have a choppy 60 FPS mode. You keep putting your head in the sand. Keep doing it. The games are piling up. The games are piling up, bro. Evil Evil West got the same... It got the same resolution on the Series S as the previous console, bro. And people complained. And what's the defense? We did everything we could. We did everything we could to get 60 FPS. And we couldn't do it. It's from the same article he posted. Yeah, an article saying the Series S wasn't a problem. Read past the headline. Quit headline hunting, man. I, this is what gets lost in this. Let me let me let me make sure. Let me make something crystal clear here. I'm not trying to convince you that the Series S is garbage and that you made a bad decision and that you you know this the you should hate your Series S. I'm not trying to do that at all. I'm not. I'm I'm just speaking the facts to you. Look at the tech analysis of all of the games that have come out. We're only two years into this generation. We're only two years in. HBO Max price increase. Here they come. Morpheus. Morpheus gif. Here they come. Here come all the price increases on your subservices. He's coming. Series S is what? 250 and the X is 600. You get what you pay for. I don't know if the price differences are that grand. Or that, or that dramatic. I don't, okay, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Holy Hand Grenade. I'm not saying it should perform better. I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, it should perform way better. No, it is, it is the economical choice. Hear me, hear, I, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know that when you go to the store and you're struggling to make ends meet, and you just want to buy a gaming machine, and the Series S is sitting there at a much lower cost than the Series X, right? What, 229 instead of 500 Listen, I get it. I get it. And then you hear a guy like me saying all the stuff that I'm saying, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, wait. I, I, I save myself some money. Why are you saying this system's so bad? Why are you saying this system's so bad? 
we're, we're two years in and there's not been a single game that runs on it in an impressive way at all no not a single new game runs on that system in an impressive way I'm a fan of the Series S if you're 1080p gaming. In that lane, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me let me try a different approach here. Let me try a different approach with what I'm trying to say. Because everyone just thinks always oh, bashing the S, bashing the S, bashing the S. I have been following Redfall and Starfield since the very, very first trailers came out. And they both look to me like games that I would enjoy significantly, right? For different reasons, obviously but they look like games that I would enjoy significantly. Now, I want you to imagine a parallel to Cyberpunk. Every time we talk about Cyberpunk, what do we run into? We run into people who played on PC and are like, I don't get all the complaints. It's a pretty good game. It's got like an almost 80% rating on Steam. I don't get the problems. I don't get the complaints, okay? think cyberpunk would have been remembered and billed and reviewed and criticized as a more mediocre slightly above average game if it would have skipped old gen why because that's where the main performance problems came from that's all everybody remembers about cyberpunk is all that stuff okay now i want you to imagine with me that similar things happen with starfield and with redfall you are not going to be able to do this ED Project Red scammed us, lied to us, their shareholders sue them, their stock value plummets. You're going to have to turn and look at Microsoft and say, what did you do? Eventually, you're going to have to do that. That's my concern. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but based on everything I've seen, it's very likely that we're looking at a year that's going to be hampered by these big launches that are supposed to be good for Microsoft getting drugged down into the into the headline mud of man these games just struggle on the S. That's my concern. If you're content with 1080/30, then the occasional 1080/60 uh, then it's perfect. It's cheap. Uh, it can run next gen games. Uh, if you don't have a 4K 60 TV, there's no point in buying a Series X. You had me until that last sentence, Gilly. I, you, you had me until the very last sentence. If you don't have a 4K 60 TV, there's no point in buying the Series X. I, you, you, I was with you until that sentence. I don't think that sentence is true. I think there's plenty of reasons to, to buy a Series X, even if you have an older television. As long as your television has a 60 hertz refresh rate, there's plenty of reasons to buy an X. Games are gonna look. The games are gonna look and run better. I mean. I, <laughs> It's impossible to be held back by the Series S when there is not one feature that you can name that is being withheld from PC, PS5, or the X. Okay, so you're stuck on that. You're stuck on that. You're stuck on the idea that I can't name a single... I I can't say name a single feature that is being, you know, is being held back because of the, the Series S. The difficulty with that is, is that we know the general axiom is true. Games are developed when they're developed for consoles. Like if you're developing for a console and you're developing like past gen, right? Anytime we talked about Horizon Forbidden West and uh, God of War Ragnarok, we got into this discussion. People were like, it's holding the games back. It's holding the games back. People said that, you know, Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok being held back 
you know, by being cross-gen. And my pushback was never that, oh, no, there's no way. There, there, there are definitely all of the features that they wanted to add, they could add. I know that that's not true. I know there are features that you could do in a game like Returnal and Ratchet and Clank that you couldn't necessarily do in those games. I, I was willing to admit that. But the thing that I always said was the development timeline of Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok means they weren't held back because they started development on old gen and then they were able to add all these other features in as they went, right? So, baked into that discussion, though, is the general accepted axiom that since they started dev on the weaker systems and the weaker kits... We got less features and less stuff. As people are saying, ray tracing is severely limited on the Series S. Okay? So, as development and technology advances, you have a system that won't be able to do a lot of those new shiny things. Therefore, it can be concluded, logically, that yes, the Series S will hold back some games, especially first-party games. Let's just talk about the Elder Scrolls Six. It's just a name right now. It's just a name and a stupid trailer. They were practically forced to push out because people wouldn't stop asking about it, right? By the time that game's getting developed and pushed to market, if you if you honestly think that the Series S isn't going to hold back any th- any single feature from the Elder Scrolls 6, if Microsoft is insisting, no, 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 it, it, this needs to run on both systems, I just, I just feel like you're dreaming. You're not even looking at the world as it exists. This is literally elitism, though, like, oh, you have an older phone? No, you're projecting that onto the commentary. No, that's it's not elitism. You're either betraying your own insecurity because you have a Series S and you feel like I'm being elitist. I'm not being elitist at all. I've not once said anything to look down on the people who buy a Series S. In fact, earlier, not five minutes ago, I said I sympathize and I empathize with people. Times are tough. You're struggling to pay bills and you just want to upgrade your gaming system and you're standing in that aisle at the store and you're looking at a $500 system and you're looking at a $230 system. I empathize and sympathize with that choice. I'm not being elitist at all. You're injecting that into the conversation. That's your own personal deal. That's your own personal insecurity. That has nothing to do with what I've said. I meant 4K or 60 or both. If you have a 1080-30 TV, it's hard to justify the X if you're not going to buy a 4K 60 TV. Right, but I guess the question would be, Gilly, is that if you're upgrading your system and you're running on an older TV, like an old 1080-30, my gosh, how how far back do you have to go to even have a TV like that, Gilly? 60 refresh rate's been standard on televisions for a really, really long time. I don't even think you can... I don't even think anybody could... You can't even go buy a 30 hertz television right now. So you're talking about like what? Like an old projection big screen television? Like what kind of a television are you even talking about? How many TVs in the market right now are 30 hertz? Like what are you... What? Hasn't 60 hertz refresh? I, I had an old 720p plasma that you guys replaced that I'm fairly certain was was like was 720-60hz the resolution was low but it could run 60hz refresh
60 hertz refresh has been standard for almost 15 years. Yeah, you're talking about a 30 a 30 frames per second televisions, you know, clo- that's that's close to a 20-year-old TV. Like you that kind of hardware lasting that long? You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. That there there aren't that many people in the market with TVs like that, bro. I don't be- I don't believe it. I don't. Thirty hertz TVs are super common. No, they're not. What, you, where are you getting a thirty hertz television? Where? I don't even think you could go buy one if you wanted to buy one right now. Where are you going to go buy it? Where? Forty-four percent of households have a four K TV, says Zubair. I have a forty-three inch that does ten eighty. What's the res? What's the refresh on that though? 30 hertz is 2007. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think you can go to the store right now and get a 30 hertz television. It's not possible. But a lot of TVs upscale to 4K to detect a lower resolution. There are there, there are there are TVs doing that. Why is this dude so obsessed with the Series S? His title is Redfall, but he's all on the S. I know this is I know this is hard for you. I know this is tough. I know it is but I'm gonna try and help you Redfall is an Xbox exclusive and the Series S is an Xbox console and as I've said many times you've you've been here for these statements I'm concerned this is supposed to be a really good year for Xbox Redfall and Starfield and Forza Motorsport are gonna prove that Microsoft-owned properties and games can deliver the goods because they had a shaky launch at the beginning because they had Forza uh, uh, Horizon 5, which did very well, and Halo Infinite didn't. So the reason we're talking about the S is it's very, very related to the subject. Now, if that's too hard for you to understand, right? If it's hard for you to color in the lines in coloring books, if I, if I go to a side subject related to the main subject, if that's too tough for you, then... I don't know. Maybe go watch Daniel Tiger. Been 60 in the US for like 40 years, 50 in the UK because of power standards. Now that we're digital, we don't need to go to Hertz or the power grid, but it can keep going up. Yeah, I, I just, I don't think that that's, the reason I was pushing back on that is I think plenty of televisions can hit those kind of refresh rates. So not, skipping out on the Series X because you don't have a 4K TV, there's plenty of really nice televisions right now that can at least hit 60 refresh. You're so focused on the S and performance and saying it will hold the game back. Not true. You're putting words in my mouth. I never said it held back Redfall. I didn't say it was I didn't say that it would hold back the game. I didn't say that. You're making that up. You're just another dishonest chatter on the internet. Give you a badge, another dumb dumb liar. I, I'm not I didn't say that. I'm losing my patience for people like you. I said as an analogy to Cyberpunk, my concern was, okay? Fifth time stating this, right? Fifth time you insinuated with your God of War talk. No, I didn't. I'm going to do this again cuz people like you are apparently too slow to get it. I made an analogy to Cyberpunk that every time we talk about Cyberpunk, there's people that played Cyberpunk on PC and they're like, I don't get it. This is a solid game. Why? Because they launched it on systems where it ran so poor and that overwhelmed the narrative. 
So a good game, or in this case, Cyberpunk, I think was like a mediocre game. It got a really, really bad rap. So my fear for Redfall and Starfield is good games are going to get sullied and drugged through the headline mud because it's going to perform poorly on the Series S. Meaning, it's not the game's fault. The game didn't do anything wrong. It's launching on a system that's going to struggle to run it. If you look at the draw distance, if you look at the graphical fidelity that they're going for for Starfield, if you look at the speed of games like Redfall and all the stuff that they're doing, that's a concern. Is a good game that I'm looking at thinks looks awesome, that's all you're going to see in the press. I've said that so many times. Folks like you, man, I tell you, anything negative about your console or game of choice boy oh boy do you get sensitive it's like nah man it's gonna be fine every game is gonna be amazing and Phil Spencer's gonna take me out to dinner like I, I, I have yet to say that it's gonna hold back Redfall I haven't said that I, I never once said that now I said going forward I reference games that are like in development right now you know four or five year development cycles that probably started mainly last year right like 2022 or five years from now you're gonna have all these games coming out like they're going to be wanting to push things forward and I think it's going to be difficult to be optimizing for a system that's behind the systems think of it like this I want you to imagine a reality where it was just the Xbox Series X and it was just the PS5 that's all we had right now I want you to imagine that reality and that's all devs had to do was target those two systems how can you possibly think that that wouldn't be better then a third-party developer saying we can't really target the PS5 and we can't really target the Series X. We got to target the Series S first. You you don't think that that's a problem? You don't think that poses a potential threat? Cyberpunk analogy was terrible. How is it terrible? Cyberpunk was pretty crap across the console board. No, it didn't perform. It didn't. The, all of the memes, all the performance, and all of the people requesting refunds, it literally got yanked from the store because it couldn't. It couldn't run on those old gen systems. Like it barely ran on those old gen systems. The cyberpunk analogy is totally a fair analogy because what you're doing is is you're seeing a game that because it ran poorly on older technology, that's all people remember, and everybody that played it on Steam was like, I don't understand what everybody's complaining about. That analogy holds water because if Redfall's a good game and it runs really, really poorly on the Series S, or if Starfield's a good game and it runs really, really poorly on the Series S, it's the exact same scenario. You have a game that is going to be painted as bad because of one area of performance. Cyberpunk had huge issues all over. See, the struggle here is, is you don't understand what an analogy is. I zero in on certain aspects of what happened with Cyberpunk and say something similar could happen with Redfall. And you're like, but Cyberpunk had other issues. See, the, the, the problem's not with the analogy. It's your lack of understanding with what an analogy is supposed to do. An analogy is supposed to just say, this could be very similar. This could be analogous. It's not saying it's exactly the same. Like, Steam had terrible reviews too. What are we talking about? No, it, it, it Steam it fared very well on Steam. Its overall score on Steam has always been pretty impressive, given all of the problems that it had. Given all the problems that it had, it actually has done fairly well on Steam. That's the point. Oh, they've got half a million reviews on Steam. 
half a million, 511,000 reviews, and it's got a 79% on Steam. Like, the game was broken, undercooked, and shouldn't have been released. Bad analogies exist. No, a lack of understanding exists. You're not understanding the analogy. The analogy is very simple. The analogy is very simple. The reason that all the memes and all the hate hit a fever pitch is because it was crystal clear Cyberpunk had no business being on old gen. Every time we've talked about it, people have said that. Now, you guys are trying to kind of rewrite that history right now because you want to act like I made a bad analogy, which is hysterical. I'm not making a bad analogy. I'm simply pointing to a game that got an amplified amount of hate and criticism because it ran really poorly on weaker tech because it had no business landing there. And my concern is that Redfall could be a good game. I'm not saying Cyberpunk's a good game. Pay close attention. Redfall could be a good game that runs poorly on a weaker system. And then that's all you're going to hear about. That's the analogy I'm drawing. I know it's hard, axe in hand, when you're grinding an axe, to, like, grapple with what I'm saying, because you're not listening to what I'm saying. You're waiting to type a response, hoping to find a crack in the surface. It's just a very basic analogy. Regarding the analogy, the question is, if Cyberpunk never released on old gen, would consumer reaction have been different? Yes, it would have been. 100%. It wouldn't have received the level of criticism that it got it would have been criticized it would have been viewed as a disappointing game it would have been viewed as yeah this this is just not what we expected we expected cd project red to have a masterpiece after the witcher 3 and all that they did with blood and wine and all the extra expansions this game's like a seven and a half kind of an eight this is kind of disappointing but it wouldn't have hit the fever pitch of criticism terrible analogy still I, I won't waste another second caring what you think about my analogy since you lack the ability to understand it. Like, I would just assume try to explain it to my ch- children. Like, you don't understand the analogy. So, I'm, I'm done. I'm done interacting with you. It's, it's not fun to have to re-explain myself to people. I feel like that's an argumentation tactic, tactic by people who are weak at argumentation. Like, you're not good at argumentation, so you exhaust somebody by intentionally misunderstanding their points so that you make them restate their case over and over again, and then they get flustered and frustrated at repeating themselves, and then you can be like, why are you getting so upset, bro? It's a common tactic, right? You're feigning ignorance and stupidity as a means of making me say the same thing over and over again. Like, it's very clear the analogy functions. It is. Very clear the analogy functions. The point is, the point is, if you're going to consistently be launching first-party titles like Redfall and Starfield and Forza Motorsport, and you want to have respectable next-gen presence, right? Xbox wants to be respected like look at our ecosystem look at our property that's a concern that every single time a game comes out you literally had what was the game evil west that we just looked at the the game we just looked at evil west and what was one of the lines of questions from the, the the gaming outlet the gaming journalist the gaming blogger whatever you want to call them what did they ask? Was it held back at all by the Series S? You guys got some criticism about performance on the Series S. 
It, it, it only got 30 FPS and it had the same resolution as, a, as, as an old gen console. It's in the dialogue right now. You can ignore it. You can put your head in the sand. You can act like it's not a part of the dialogue, but it's a part of the dialogue. It's, there's literally an article about a game that just came out called Evil West and what happened with the Series S. Right? What happened with the Series S? What, why'd you guys have this performance issue on the Series S? Don't, don't you think that's a potential problem for games that are looking to do, you know, high-fidelity graphic games, really cool lighting, really cool effects, really cool this, really cool that? You don't, you don't think that's going to be a continued dialogue? Continued problem? Like, you don't, you don't think there's going to be interviews about that? Man, why Starfield running at such low resolution and low frame rate on the Series S? What's going on? One of the things we disagree about is my view that Xbox is selling their ability to play anywhere more than cutting-edge next-gen visuals and performance. Evil West was 30 FPS and people are saying that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, Evil West was 30 FPS. And in and in the interview, the, the the guy that worked on the game, like he literally he literally said he was like we did everything we could. It's called bad optimization. There it is. Every time. Every time. You guys have a Loctite Alamo that you can run to every time. Let's just imagine. Let's imagine Redfall comes out and it and it runs poorly on the S and it has problems and it's 30 FPS. Maybe it's kind of choppy. You can run to that Alamo. Yeah, it's the devs' fault. They didn't do enough work. They didn't do enough optimization. It's on the devs. What? So let's say that happens with Starfield. Let's say it happens with Starfield. Let's say Starfield comes out and it's just rough, man. It's it's a lot of draw distance, a lot of a lot of volumetric fog, you know, a lot of stuff going on in that game, a lot of systems, a lot of all that stuff, a lot of, a lot of AI runs bad on the S. You can just always run to that Alamo. Yeah, it's a dev's fault. Dev's fault. They 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 didn't do enough. They're lazy. They didn't do enough optimization. I saw people playing Evil West on PS5 saying it would crash multiple times. Listen, I'm not going to act like Evil West was a great game, right? Like, I know it had some issues. It didn't get amazing reviews. It got it got good reviews. It's a smaller studio. It's a double-A game, not a triple-A game, right? Smaller studio, smaller game, smaller budget, right? I, that's not the point. The point is... Games keep landing over there and they're performing way below what this generation's like minimum expectation should be. Way below. And that's a problem right now. You got some memory ups? Oh, I'm sorry, Atwood. I'm yeah, I missed these. I, I I'm sorry, hang on. My man D Dizzle hit 16 months and two dollars from Richard Rodriguez. Xbox fans, Xbox fans defend S because it's accounts for 70% of sales. And then Atwood, I'm sorry I missed this, Atwood. Uh, I got a job at Target in October, but on Friday they let me go because the supervisor of uh, being a pushover and two layers of community of underperforming now without paying insurance, but I'm still here. Well, thanks for being here, Atwood. I'm sorry that happened to you, man. Tenor dude hitting 16 months, and it's a member VIP. Thank you so much. Can you blame the dev when it's under the Microsoft umbrella? Doesn't the buck stop with Microsoft?
This has a history for bad optimized games. It is what it is. Okay. What's the day one patch for Hogwarts Legacy about? I've not seen what they're doing. When you say the devs will have an issue with developing a quality game because of the S, illogical. That's illogical. Okay. How is it illogical? Spell that out for me. I was developing for a weaker system, not hamper potential development. How's that illogical? That's what I do, babe. I get paid to pick fights. No. What are you doing with my jacket on? Yeah. I left it in the car? Welcome back. Happy to be part of the community. Thank you, Big T, for three months. I appreciate you very, very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All systems run on x86. I just, I can't do it anymore. I can't explain to people how a system that has less memory than the Xbox One X is going to pose a problem for future games and future development and future optimization. I can't. I can't do it anymore. Like, it's, it to me, it's, it's so painfully obvious. Like, it, I can't do it. I, I genuinely can't do it. It's, it's, it's so painfully obvious. It's, it hurts me. It hurts me to continue to have to keep explaining it and, and to be told all the comebacks are just, they're so painfully not applicable. They're so painfully not applicable. But we have more 120 FPS games. Not applicable. We have more 60 FPS games because of Series S. Not applicable and not true. I just can't do it. I just, it, 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 the whole thing, the whole thing just feels, it just feels weird. It's like this weird a priori commitment to fandom in the face of, of, of facts and evidence and commentary from developers and they're all wrong and you're right based on nothing other than fandom all the devs all the all the all the performance breakdowns that we've seen all all the people every single one of those people they're wrong because you have a prior commitment to to just loving anything they do that they couldn't possibly have put out a piece of hardware that's going to pose a potential problem long term 17 months in a VIP plus from Gilly are you concerned at all about Forspoken which comes out in less than two weeks hasn't released the min specs but Hogwarts already has come out uh, with theirs in less than a month I, I'm, I'm worried about for performance of Forspoken yes because we're, we're, we're I, I think we've already heard some things about, about performance in that game I think we have too many particle effects, too much going on. There's enough games in development that requires hardware beyond Series S. Three years time, we'll see the S and the X fade out, phase out. You think in three years, they're already going to be phasing out the PS5 and the Series X? That's really friggin' fast, bro. That's really fast. Hey, Fonzo gifted a membership. Let's take it up to 63. There we go. We get 75. I got a gift. Five to somebody happy raging Matt got it welcome I have external Samsung external drive and it runs smoothly graphics and storage improved 
your graphics and your your graphics improved because of an external hard drive what it's fast but it would be five years wouldn't be too fast I mean I could see in three years I could see in three years which would be six years into the life cycle of the consoles they begin maybe like a ramp down but I think that's really fast that's very very fast I don't think that that's true I don't think that that's true That'd be the fastest of any console generation. Yeah, that'd be that'd be super duper fast. It would. Here's the thing: we we went long on this. We went way longer than I expected to, and I really appreciate the people that debated me. I don't like when people misrepresent what I say and make me restate myself multiple times. That's a little irritating. But I feel like most people, even if they argued from fandom, they argued respectfully. So if you're gonna come here and get in the boxing ring and debate me, I appreciate that. Smash that like button to show some appreciation for a great stream. Maybe give some members. Maybe become a member. That way you can become a part of the members-only content, our members-only Discord. I'm going to be doing a triple-header horror weekend with my wife uh, tomorrow night with Until Dawn. And I've got an absolute banger for you. I've got a video about Skull and Bones that I'm going to send you to. It's going to say that it's going to premiere, but it's not going to premiere. I'll push it public as soon as you guys all get over there. I basically am reacting to the sixth delay of Skull and Bones and I would love it for you guys to check the video out and support it I'm going to put a link in chat if you don't click the link in chat it will redirect you so do me a favor if you'd rather click the link in chat click the link in chat watch the video hit the like button and actually leave a comment like don't just go over there hit like and bail right if you're going to actually watch the video I would greatly greatly appreciate that we appreciate you guys supporting our live streams and our uploads and our shorts and everything else alright so Click that link in chat or hang tight for my reaction. It's not a very long video. It's my reaction to the sixth delay of Skull and Bones. Leave comments and likes if you liked the video and you enjoyed it. Appreciate you guys supporting everything I do. I'll be ending on the talk as well. And then we'll be back live tomorrow morning with more shows. All right? I will see you guys over there, sort of, in the new video. If you want to see it, come to Reforge Gaming on YouTube. If you want to watch my video about Skull and Bones, it's going live right now.